Hey, and welcome to SCPC, Scary, Creepy, Precious Critters. I am Marky, and I'm here today with Jesse. Hey. So today we're going to talk about SCP-3832. Can you please describe the picture? So it's it's a pillow, and it has a post note on it, and it looks real angry. I'm like, err. Has a jagged, jagged frown and like eyebrows that are just like, oh, I'm angry. Grr. It's a good one. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes. So the object class is Euclid, and the containment procedures are that they need to be kept in a standard secure locker at site 64. A tracking tag has been affixed for ease of recovery during relocation events. Upon breaching containment, tag monitors are to determine which potential relocation site and approximately where within the said site SCP-3832 has positioned itself. The personnel stationed at the corresponding location are to be notified and containment procedures specific to the location are to be enacted. We could take turns on this one if you want. Okay. So at Site-64, the containment procedures are any personnel located near SCP-3832's ambush position are to be notified via intercom and encouraged to secure glasses, held objects, and other material before continuing with their activities. Research personnel are to seek out and provoke an attack. Once SCP-3832 is secured in Site-64, it is to be returned to its locker. So if it is on sixty six hundred North uh, Baltimore Avenue in Portland, Oregon, or PR PRS Truffle, uh, personnel are to locate and provoke an attack by SCP thirty eight twenty two as discreetly as possible. Uh, upon recovery, SCP thirty eight twenty two is to be packed into a secured. Uh, container and delivered to site 64 immediately thereafter uh thereupon site 66 64 specific uh specified containment procedures are to be enacted and then the last one is at 7343 el dorado circuit circuit and mclean oh god is that virginia yeah virginia all right cool which is the PRS townhouse. Personnel are to locate and provoke an attack by SCP-3832. Upon recovery, personnel are to physically hold SCP-3832 in place and maintain visual contact of it to hasten a relocation event to either Site-64 or PRS Truffle, whereupon the appropriate containment procedures are to be followed. Okay, so... SCP-3832 is a queen-sized bed pillow with an attached post-it post-it brand note depicting a crudely drawn face. The face has been observed changing within the confines of its art style. However, these changes do not deviate dramatically from its default jagged frown expression and tend to be small additions or the alteration of a single aspect, such as a curvature of the mouth. SCP-3832 is stuffed with goose and gray duck down feathers and consistently smells and feels as though it has been recently infused with a scented fabric softener. 
I love it. It's it's it smells like a freshly freshly washed pillow. He's a fresh boy. SCP-3832 has demonstrated itself to be capable of teleportation, which it uses to breach containment. <laughs> relocation events occur randomly, though a higher frequency of relocation has been noted to occur when SCP-3832 is being directly observed. This frequency further increases when SCP-3832 is physically restrained. SCP-3832 has only been observed when other to be capable of teleportation into the interiors of locations it has previously been in or near when not sealed in a container. It is currently unknown what requirements exist to designate a new location as a potential relocation site. Current potential relocation sites are Site 64, the PRS Townhouse, where it was recovered, and PRS Truffle, the Incident 3832 NR1. SCP-3832 cannot relocate consecutively and must, initi- <laughs> and must initiate an attack before it can relocate again. <laughs> this is really good. I like this. I-, I do really, I do really like this SCP. It's a really good one. <laughs> Following a relocation event, SCP-3832 is considered to be in an active state. In this state, state SCP-3832 will mimic behaviors associated with ambush predators. It will hide itself as best as it can, typically in containers or around furniture, and wait for an ambush opportunity to arise. Should an individual come close enough to SCP-3832's position, and there's an unobstructed unobstructed path between SCP-3832 and its victim, an attack will be triggered. So, it's basically a kitten. So, so the thing that, like, my cat does, uh, especially at night, like, when he still has enemy, uh, not, uh, energy, and I'm, like, about to go to bed, is he'll, like, hide in a very obvious place and, like, make eye contact with me and wait till I'm not looking. And then he'll, like, run up, like, real close and, like, swipe at me, but not actually swipe me. And then he'll just run off, and he'll just do that a few times until he's tired. <laughs> so I think, I think this cat. This is basically just a is a kitten. It's a pillow possessed by a cat. It's a teleporting cat, Ooh. which there is also a teleporting cat that we will talk about eventually. Oh, I'm so excited for that one. This involves SCP-3832 throwing itself at its victim at low velocities. I like that it specifies low velocity. It has to. There's so many things that go faster than they should. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm glad. Um, it's nice to know nobody's getting their head knocked off by a pillow. There's probably a pillow one that specifically knocks people's heads off. I haven't looked at all the pillow ones. You're just going to have a pillow episode. It'll be fine. SCP-3832 has not been observed traveling at speeds capable of directly causing injury, nor at speeds significantly different from those of a human throne. Un- non-anomalous pillow. Upon impact with its target, SCP-3832 has been observed to consistently make a squeak. Similar, 
<laughs> that is so cute, similar to that of a squeezed dog toy. Oh my god, it's just a sound effect. It's so cute. Following an attack and prior to a relocation event, SCP-3832 is in an inactive state, and this state is completely inanimate and can be safely handled as an anomalous pillow. The post-it... Wait, 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 but before we go, there was at least one moment where someone was at, was this, like, asking for a pillow, and this, like, happened to, like, hit them, and they're just like, cool. <laughs> they fell asleep on it, and then, like, somewhere in the middle of the night, they just lost the pillow, and they're very confused. Oh my god, that's so good, I love that. Also, as soon as they laid their head on it, it would have squeaked, and it's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> That would have been so cute. Oh my god. Why don't my pillows squeak like that? Uh, you probably could. I mean, the, the whole squeaker thing is like pretty easy to put into things. That might be a really bad idea, though. I didn't yeah. think about that no, no. <laughs> for longer than two seconds. No, no. A pillow that you throw at people or hit people with, yes. Yes, absolutely. Just stick it in all my throw pillows. I invite guests over. I'm like, have a seat on the sofa. And they sit on it. And it goes, squeak. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the post-it note making up SCP-3832's face is permanently affixed. Although more resilient to tearing than non-anonymous equivalents, attempting to forcibly remove SCP-3832's face will immediately trigger a relocation event. The current theory is that SCP-3832 is capable and willing to use teleportation as an escape method if it feels threatened. In order to carry out facial adhesion tests, and or other tests which could damage the face, SCP-3832 must first be cleared for potential neutralization. Which is, why would you? So mean, don't take its face. Yeah, don't take its face. The first one is location ambush. Well, well, well first, these are notable ambush. Ambushes. Yeah. So, the first low. First ambush location is inside the refrigerator inside PRS townhouse. The victim is field agent Viola Smith, and the results: SCP-3832 impacted with F.A. Smith's face, and the refrigerator door was opened. SCP-3832's resistance to high/low temperatures noted. Oh, uh, the next one is above Dr. Uh, Pregley's office locker, and the victim was researcher Frank uh, Franklin uh, Pregley. Previously, uh, previously informed of SCP-3832 uh, General's location, Pregley pushed SCP off his locker with a meter stick. Uh, it landed on the floor before launching itself into uh, Pregley's uh, lower abdomen. Interaction locked. That's really funny, but that also sounds kind of terrifying. <laughs> like, it's just, it launches itself. Like, throwing itself is kind of like, oh, ha, ha, ha. But launching itself is horrifying to think about. Yep. yep. Oh, the wonderful word of worlds world of words. Anyway. Behind the coffee machine in the canteen, security officer Jennifer Blair. SCP-3832 impacted with S.O. Blair's ankle and caused her to spill her coffee. 
S.O. Blair suffered minor first-degree burns to her wrist and palm. Injury logged. And the next one is behind the television in a PRS townhouse. Uh, the victim was field agent Gordon Gompton and field agent Viola Smythe. After triggering attack, F.A. Smythe and F.A. Uh, uh, Gompton apparently began to throw SCP-3832 at each other. According to testimony, SCP-3832 uh, began to make the characteristic squeak noise after every impact, after repeated throwing, and its face also changed significantly into a significantly happier one. When asked to elaborate, F.A. Gompton provided a photograph confirming that, during the pillow fight, the eyebrows sem- uh, somewhat disappeared and its jagged frown smoothed out and upturned, resembling a smile. Tests designed to uh, replicate this effect has unanimously been approved by research per- uh, personnel. That's so cute! Oh. It, just wants to- it just wants to have a pillow fight. No one wants to have a pillow fight with it. That's so cute. Oh my god. Under the desk in Site-64's director's office. Site Director Edgar Holman. SCP-3832 impacted with Director Holman's shins. SCP-3832 relocated to PRS townhouse before research personnel could arrive for recovery. Interaction logged. So this last one is inside uh, SCP-3960's humanoid containment cell. Uh... That one we're not going to cover because it takes a little bit more, but basically it's humanoid robots that you call the personal hobby android, where you kind of make a magical robot friend that likes you way too much. Oh no. Is it like, likes it's, you too much as in never wants to leave your side? or Never like, wants never to, leave, to your leave your side. side. Okay, cool. That's better than I thought it was. Like, they're supposed to be kids' toys as well, so like they would like basically scare the kids after a certain point and you can make them do certain things so like it'd be like there was a soccer one and there was like a dungeon master one there was one made to help a researcher and it that one and you know stuff like that um but yeah uh just want to get that out of the way because eventually we'll talk about that one uh yeah so the victim was senior researcher uh adrian uh blackoff um SCP-3960-4 uh, uh, was instructed by uh, Agent Beatrice to move SCP-3832 to the center of the cell and maintain physical contact. SCP-3832 began immobile, uh, remained immobile until Dr. Blekoff, uh entered for recovery, Upon uh, whereupon it launched itself. Due to uh, 3860- uh, 60-4 hold. It was not effectively able to become airborne and only impacted uh, uh, the doctor's feet. The characteristic impact squeak was lower in pitch and drawn and drawn teardrops appeared to beneath the face's eyes. Interaction and image was <laughs> evidence was logged. Oh no, it's so sad. It is sad. sad. Oh. Okay, so now there is an incident report, and it's Incident 3832-NR1. 
The following report details the incident which led to the establishment of PRS Truffle following SCP 3832's relocation into an on site janitorial closet two days afterwards. PRS Truffle currently operates under Cover Story 7, quote, under new management. Factory floor tours have been prohibited and sil- civilian access areas have been deprived of opaque furniture and containers, SCP 3832. We used to conceal it. So. so it's it's basically cat proofing. On February, yeah, February fourteenth, two thousand seventeen, SCP thirty eight thirty two relocated into the trunk of Big Sister's car. And that's that's uh, a document sensor. So it's just a random thing they put in there, so you wouldn't be able to know who. While technicians were attempting to fit, fix a glitch with its tracking tag, the car was mobile and departing from Site 64 at the time. Along, along with SCP 3832's research team, neither Big Sister nor security staff at the gate were aware that SCP 3832 could relocate into mobile containers. Big Sister arrived at PRS Truffle, St. John's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> it's so good pick up a delivery intended for redacted. Upon opening the trunk through the store box, SCP-3832 launched itself at Big Sister, colliding with the box in her hands and propelling the tapered tip of the heart-shaped box in her mouth. After storing 3832 into her trunk and recovering both the dropped goods and the tooth fragment, Big Sister contacted the Foundation. A recovery team was dispatched, and SCP-3832 was recovered without further further incident. Camera footage that was captured. Ah, God. Camera footage that captured the event was appropriately doctored. Neither parking garage security nor Big Sister were disciplined. According er, during the debriefing with SCP-3832's research team, Big Sister shared a photograph she had taken using her cell phone while waiting for the recovery team. The photo has been logged into SCP-3832's research files and has yet to be reproduced under testing conditions. While SCP-3832 was recovered on site displaying its typical jagged frown expression, Big Sister's photograph clearly shows that, for a brief time, SCP-3832's expression had significantly changed. In the image, SCP-3832's mouth was upturned into a dimpled smile and its eyes are drawn to appear as cartoon-like hearts. Oh, that's so cute! I think it may have a crush on the on whoever Big Sister is. That's so cute! I love that. So, so yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. All right, cool. Do you have any uh, ending thoughts on this nice little pillow boy? I like oh, it. It's just it just wants to, it. It probably just wants more people to pillow fight with it, but it just can't. It's really cute. I like it. Yeah. All right, Jesse, give me a plugs. Okay, so I there's listen to the other episodes of this and Creepy Critters. I also have a podcast called Alphabet Flight, which I do uh, three episodes a week talking about Marvel characters alphabetically. Um, is the uh, that's about it for me? Yep. All right. Cool. I have an Instagram over at av underscore dot, or goodness gracious, 
avian underscore Dalek, where I do art and cosplay and selfies and stuff. And then I've got a Tumblr where I do an art a day over at av-arts. All right, so um, I'd be careful when you walk into a room because you might just get ambushed by a cat pillow thingy. Bye. Bye.